You're listening to the Sci Fidelity Podcast, Episode 108, Red Planet Blues. The Sci Fidelity Podcast contains adult language and themes and is intended for a mature audience. In this episode, we reminisce about all the ways that space can go fuck itself. I did check out some of uh, Rick and Morty. I've got most of season one done. Uh, so I, now, I'm sorry I, I couldn't get that done before we actually talked about it before, but I I um I can see why you like it. It is very clever, um and and that is fun. I appreciate it clever, and this is clever as hell. Um and they do love that surreal uh, juxtaposition of of odd ideas together, uh, which I do love as well. And the shattering of, of real life for, for something bigger and better and more interesting, or at least, yeah, at least more interesting. So, um, yeah, I, I can see why you like this show. So, so what are you saying? Are you, is there a reason why you might like the show? I, I, I like it. Um, and I will actually go so far as to say this, the best in season one, the best Rick and Morty episodes are better Doctor Who than the worst Doctor Who episodes out there. I will give you that. That there is an overlap where you can actually get better Doctor Who episodes out of Rick and Morty than you can out of Doctor out of proper Doctor Who. As um, long I, as you're just comparing it to like Claws of Axos. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the shittiest Doctor Who episodes. Honestly, honestly they need to, somebody needs to show them Claws of Axos and they need to do a Rick and Morty with a remake of Claws of Axos. Why? It would be amazing. You don't polish a turd for no reason. Uh, they love turds in that cartoon. Have you noticed? <laughs> it's, it's all about weird no trying blobby to polish things them. doing weird blobby stuff. The show stuff. is so damn smart. They yeah. even they even they even call out like um, like a suggestive specific exposition. It's great. It's like self-aware. Yeah, I mean it. It misses a lot of the other things Doctor Who does, uh, the, the message about life and humanity. But as far as raw cleverness, which is what Doctor Who is unique, what Doctor Who is unique for doing, more or less among most sci-fi, um, they do that very well on Rick and Morty. And I, I watch a lot of those episodes and think, damn, this premise would have been great for a Doctor Who episode. I wonder if Steve Moffat is watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> the conversion has begun. I, uh, soon, I, soon Brian is going to convert his whole life into fandom of Rick and Morty, uh, and I will be laughing <laughs> maniacally. Well, I'll, you're free to tell me I told you so if that happens, but I really don't see it getting hey, that far. <laughs> it's only going to take five or six years before you just finally crack and realize your whole life has been a lie building up to this moment. This is Dan Harmon. He won't get five or six years. He'll get three years. Then he'll be fired, and then he'll be gone for a season, and then they'll ask him to come back. Because well. he's uh, self-destructive and uh, he can't stand success and uh, all of the things that make Dan, Dan Harmon 
you ridiculously know, successful in bursts. I'm glad that we can welcome Brian to, you know, the fandom of Rick and Morty. And I'd like to welcome everybody else to the Psychedelic Podcast. Uh, this is Patrick. This is Michael. This is Brian. This is Steve. We so did that today, in a different order. we're going to talk a little bit about The Martian. We have a unique situation here. I've only read the book. Brian, you've seen the movie and read the book. Michael, you've only seen the movie. Yeah, and I read the and, first uh, four chapters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. You have handled the book. Yes. And the, the Kindle. <laughs> good, good. Well, okay, a version and I have of the also book. also only read And the Patrick, book. you have only read the book, too. Yes. So you're in my camp. Yes. So I'm, I'm, it's like I'm, uh, I'm redundant in this whole discussion. Talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. Well, I, I actually kind of want to know Patrick's story on this because you tend to check out movies that even I will say I'm waiting for DVD on that. And this struck me as a movie that was a no brainer for Patrick checking out. So I'm kind of curious as to why that hasn't happened. Well, did so- you enjoy the book? Oh yeah, I enjoyed the book. I like the book a lot. Okay. I thought it was a really good book. Well, so my my rule is um <laughs> see the movie then read the book, right? Because when you do it the other and I know everybody's like, "No, no, you got to do it the other way." blah 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 blah. And even though no. when I even when I I, you know, tell people why, and they're like, "Well, yeah, I agree with your reasons, but still you have to do it the other way." And those reasons are um when I go, if I've read the book and then I go and watch the movie, I spend the whole movie comparing the movie to the book and going, oh, wait, that didn't happen there. Oh, wait, that's different. Oh, that's funny. That's a cat instead of a dog. And that's, you know, if I were to go mm-hmm. the other way and watch the movie first and then read the book, I would do the same thing. However, when you're watching a movie, there is a timetable, right? The movie is 90 minutes 120 minutes. And so that's it. It's all coming at you in a steady stream. And so when you take 40 seconds, 20 seconds, 15 seconds to compare this to the book, you're missing out on the experience of the movie. Whereas with the book, I can pause the book. I can be like, oh, oh, wait, that's not what they did in the movie at all. Oh, well, that's better. And that's the other part of it, right? The the book is always better than the movie. Like always, except for like say, two books in history. Um, well, yeah, I will say <laughs> from from my strangely unique uh, experience here, having read the first four chapters, meaning I read enough to see some parts that I knew from the book, but then being completely oblivious to the rest of the movie. I can say the parts of the movie where I was, uh, where I didn't know where it was going because I had read it in the book, I enjoyed less than when it got to the point where I didn't know what was going to happen for the rest of the movie. So it was like, oh, now I'm actually kind of glad I didn't read the whole book before seeing this <laughs> <the second> movie. <laughs> so, because so I, I guess in four chapters parts. in, you got to the accident. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, no, actually, I don't what? think I got to the part where he. He ran because he realized how much hydrogen was in the air and what <laughs> could happen. So that was the end of the chapter was him going, oh, shit, let me get the hell out of here. <laughs> so I I assumed what was going to happen was going to happen, but it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh so, yeah, I uh I definitely got a vibe while I was watching those uh 
and it wasn't even long. It was literally like the first 10 minutes of the movie. But for the first 10 minutes of the movie, that's exactly what I was doing. I was comparing it, and it wasn't even that it was bad. I just didn't like the fact that I was trapped in this loop of constantly comparing it. And huh. then once I got past the point where I had, where I had to stop doing that because I didn't know the book anymore, I was able to enjoy it a lot more. <laughs> huh. I didn't have that. I mean, there were definitely a couple of places where I said, uh, oh, yeah, it's a little different. But I just it was not a constant thing. It was just uh, I uh, I yeah, I didn't find that hold up at all. I, I yeah. will say that of all the novel to movie adaptations where I've done both forms of the story, this is the most faithful I have ever seen come out of Hollywood. Um uh, where I've done both. Now, I, there, are, there are a lot of movies that were based on books where I didn't read the book. So maybe I'm yeah. not saying this is the best <laughs> Hollywood's ever done. I'm just saying it's the best that I can, uh, that I've ever seen. You um, should read Watchmen and then see the movie. I, I'm actually about a third <laughs> of the way through Watchmen and uh, then I'm going to go back and watch the movie again. But, um, you should. So far, I'm actually finding the comic book boring because it is so much like the movie and yeah, I've no, seen no, the movie no, no. like four you got times. That, you got that literally 20 years backwards. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know, I'm not saying I know who came, I know who came first, but from my perspective, I'm having trouble getting into the com every frame of the comic just reminds me of what it looked like yeah. in the movie or, um, well what that's why i brought that up recognized yeah. to my experience while yeah. watching the movie yes oh yeah. this is actually kind of boring it yes. is so much like the comic book yes. <laughs> did you go back and reread it right before you watched no the movie? i hadn't but oh, i had okay. read i had read watchmen like 20 times i've seen the movie like three or four times and you know this is my first time with the comic book so um it is pretty, and, and I love the hell out of Watchmen, the movie. It just, yeah, really stuck in my head. So it's, never it's, tell my girlfriend that she hated that movie. Oh. <laughs> what she the, didn't, what? Know, she didn't know what she was walking into, so she oh. thought she was getting a standard superhero movie. Oh. and that is not what that movie oh. is. No, that's so much better <laughs> to you. No. Well, you, well, you didn't like it. Oh, I loved it. Okay. But I knew what I was getting. <laughs> oh, I had no idea what I was getting the Look, first if, time I watched if it. If you but... think you're getting uh, X-Men or, or Fantastic Four and then there's, you know, attempted rape and just <laughs> flat out murder, you know. <laughs> you're flat not going to enjoy in those X-Men movies, but... Um, yeah, there's a lot of just flat out murder. It's just but, mostly but, done but by the I'll, bad guys. I'll, I'll, Michael, overall, Michael's right. There's a very big tonal difference between even Brian Singer's darkest X Men moments and what you get mm. in that Watchmen film. But anyway, uh, off yeah. track, off topic. If I yeah. can quote uh, John Crichton, um, <laughs> which you can continue. So, Talk about uh, the Martian, damn it. <laughs> So we were uh, discussing, Brian, you were telling me, you were saying that you never were comparing uh, the two, though it kind of sounds like you were. I, I was, I not never, it just occasionally crossed my mind. I had no trouble enjoying the movie thoroughly. I went back and watched it again a week later, which is the only movie, the first movie in the last two or three years that I've watched twice in the theater. Um, oh, and I would say it's easily the, I, I, well, it, I haven't seen star Wars, but star Wars is got going to have to work hard to beat the Martian. Uh, I'm not saying it won't. I, I love the hell out of star Wars, but it's got, it, as far as best movie of the year, um, it, it, 
And I love, and I thought, and I loved Inside Out too. That was one of the best movies I've ever seen, but I still like Martian better, even though they're almost diametrically opposite, but uh, in, okay. in tone. I have I to dive into this. I have to dive into this tangent. So wait, so you saw Inside Out, uh, you, you've seen all the other Pixar movies, right? I've seen a yeah. lot of them. I don't know if I've seen all of them. Incredibles I, or I saw Incredibles, which I, I was Watchmen for kids, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wally, did you see that? Yeah, I saw Wally. Wally was a great fun. Okay, Toy Story. You've seen all all of those. Uh, I I saw all the Toy Stories. They did almost nothing for me. So okay, <laughs> that's okay. fine. I get that. So wait, did you not like Inside Out, Patrick? Oh, I haven't seen it. I just haven't heard okay. that it's the best. One of oh, the best Pixar well, let me Let me comment on side of uh, Brian and say Inside Out was fucking phenomenal. That oh. movie was amazing. Okay. <laughs> it is the first I, Pixar I would movie. Actually, I would list it as one of the best Pixar movies. It didn't have like a sci-fi or supernatural aspect to it at all. It was all about feeling for this character and just going through that the same journey that they were going through and accepting that sometimes you have to be sad you can avoid it as much as you want to but sometimes you just have to be sad otherwise you will be crazy (laughs) wait they released that in the states children are never supposed to be sad but anyway i'll get off my soapbox so Um, that's that's actually the whole point of the movie that's the whole point of (laughs) the movie inside out is the first pixar movie where i think i might want to own a copy of that so (laughs) oh i absolutely want to own a copy of that movie okay it was amazing (laughs) well shit all right well then it, it just you guys just bumped it up higher on my list Thank you for that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is just a show of tangents. Back to the Martian. <laughs> Isn't it kind of what we do? I know. I'm kind of surprised that we haven't brought up Michael Bay's Transformers yet. <laughs> and speaking of which, but normally, fuck that guy. Well, uh, it's because we're too busy arguing about origin source. But we are normally... Saving- uh, we don't go back. Yeah. We, we just, we, we take the tangent and we're like, fuck it. We, we missed our exit. So we're just, Hope. fuck it. We're, we're in big Poughkeepsie now. That's, that's just what happened. Didn't take that turn in uh, Albuquerque. Yeah. Um, um, turn in yeah. Albuquerque. Uh, so Martian, uh, I guess, yeah, the big question I had was which did people like better? Unfortunately, I'm the only one qualified <laughs> to answer that question. So, uh, which one did you like more? I, I, I actually, I suspect that as far as pure technical merits, the novel is a more impressive work in that it's something much more unique. Mm. But as far as emotionally moving, the movie gave us a more nuanced, multidimensional, oddly enough, multidimensional Mark Watney than the novel does. The novel Mark Watney is basically the same guy he is in chapter one all the way through. And the Mark Watney in the movie you actually get to see him fail. You get to see him struggle on a level that you don't get in the mo- in in the novel. Um, you see him when he's looking when you and you can look in his eyes and see he's thinking. You know, I could just pop this helmet open and it uh, open and it would all be over. Or there's all that Valium sitting in the med kit. I could get this done with. So Here's what I'll say. I, I want to know how did they handle all of the monologue that occurs in the book. Well, wait, before we get to that, because I, I do want to get to that, I do want to answer, because I'm at least partially able to answer your question, um, Brian. Well, you saw the movie. 
I did see the movie, but I I read enough of the book to get an idea what the remainder of the book would be like. Now, I, I mean, and I I'm I am looking forward to reading the rest of the book, but what little I read and what I saw in the movie, I can actually compare the two, and I like them both pretty much for what you were saying. I like them both, but I like them for very different reasons, and I like the fact that the movie. As much as I love how technical the book was getting, I would not have actually wanted the movie to get that technical. So I was glad that they didn't even try. So I thought I, the movie I, hit a pretty good balance. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to reading like what I would want from the book because you've got the, the time and the breath to do that. I would want that from the book, but I don't, if they tried to do that in the movie, the movie would have been fucking boring. So I'm actually kind of glad that they went more for the emotional journey and not the technical, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested in that stuff, but I would rather just have that in book form. So I, and, and that's why I'm like, I, I can still read the book and enjoy it because I know the book will get more into this technical stuff that the movie really kind of glossed over. <laughs> well, I would say that relative to just about any other sci-fi out there, it's not glo- glossing over it. But yes, relative well, to the book, it is glossing well, over. Well, yeah, no, that's what I mean. Relative <laughs> yeah. to the book, they were totally glossing over the sci-fi. I was like, wow, they got way more into the minutia of the science in the book. Whereas here, it's the, yeah, I'm cutting up this cross because I need the wood. Um, And that was pretty <laughs> much uh, it. They did not go into further detail as to why. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just, I, that's, that's all. I just wanted to join this since you had asked that question. I just wanted to go ahead and throw that out there. So I, I did think it's one of the best Ridley Scott movies I've seen in a long time. I mean, it is better than Prometheus, I, I, undeniably, and better than a lot of other Ridley Scott I've seen as far, as far as moving and exciting to me. So, but, 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 you know, not. Blade Runner, right? I I don't know. I'd have to go re- back and rewatch Blade Runner. I fully accept that you're going to love Blade Runner more, and that that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to love... I, I don't I, know quite how, and this is coming from yeah. someone that liked The Martian quite a bit, yeah. but you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. You can fuck yourself sideways. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first reaction with the whole Rick and Morty and Doctor Who thing, but, you know, Steve brought up. You know? Yeah, but I've actually seen The Martian, so... <laughs> I've seen Rick and Morty now. <laughs> but, wow. and, I, and I like that movie. I will probably yeah. own that movie. Yeah. At some day, I would like to do a Martian Gravity double feature. Ooh. <laughs> Be down for that. Is that is that basically the double feature of why are we going to fucking space? It's dangerous yeah, yeah. out there. Fuck space. <laughs> the fuck space double feature. <laughs> in, in space, no one can hear you scream. I think you may have named the event. <laughs> the fuck you space should include double feature. That, um, you should include that movie called uh, Moon. Yes. Oh, oh yes. Fuck space triple feature. Yeah, but that involved clones. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there was an added re- there was an added reason to not be out there. Well, <laughs> the Martian in Gravity really is just about space. <laughs> yeah. moon, moon was it its own thing. That would have been fine <laughs> if the guy hadn't gone out there and found the other thing. Like there wasn't like a technical failure that resulted in that guy, you know, 
going, huh, I wonder how much air is in this suit. Well, that's <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Which is what, yeah. you know, gravity ended up being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, huh. Yeah, that's... Uh, we've had other I really disaster wish I had movies. It's like... Flipping uh, around this fucking satellite with this fucking rocket pack and using up all the fuel before I really needed it. Jackass. <laughs> right. I uh I gotta I gotta throw my girlfriend under the bus just a little bit, mainly because I know she's never gonna hear this. Um <laughs> I um she when I when she did not see the movie with me, and um when I talked to her about the movie afterwards Is this Martian um, The Martian. Okay. She was um I asked her if she would ever be interested, if she had any interest at all in seeing this movie. And she said, I have no interest in seeing a movie where a man gets abandoned on Mars and dies. And I'm like, wow, you got a much darker feel from the commercials. I can honestly say if the way they were advertising this movie, it would have been a shitty movie. Spoiler, obviously. Yeah. It would have been a shitty movie if he had actually died on uh, Mars. Yes. I think it's pretty clear from the commercials that but he I, survived. I, I was by the second chapter, I was like, Yeah, this guy there's no way they're killing this guy. I can't remember what Steve said about the ending of this book, but he is not dying. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a shitty story if he died. Yeah. Who wants to read the courageous story of the guy who went to Mars and just died? Now, I will say this. My, my, par- my parents came down to visit, and I, my parents do not have, have zero interest in science fiction. But my dad's the kind of nuts and bolts, realistic kind of guy that I thought, you know, I bet they'd like the Martian. I took them to see the Martian. They loved the Martian. Though my mom did lean over to me about halfway through and said, you know I don't like movies with unhappy endings, right? <laughs> Which was exactly where you're supposed to be halfway through the movie. You're supposed to feel like this could actually end horribly. So this I was they could have let him die. die. Well, they could have let oh, him die. Ahead, it's like when the bomb goes off at the end, or the hero gets shot, and then they show the puppies afterward or whatever. They, they do that in the movies all the time. <laughs> It's like, you do, you do, I was going to say, that's like the end of Saving Private Ryan, right? I mean, you know, Tom Hank died. I'm sorry, I hate to spoil hey, it for you. Hey, hey, and, and, and actually, it's funny. I used Saving Private Ryan when I was talking to Denise because <laughs> she said, well, what about Saving Private Ryan? And I was like, all right, but here's the thing. The movie wasn't about how Private Ryan and a bunch of other people survived. The movie was literally called Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> And and he got out. Yeah. <laughs> the movie was about one guy surviving. It wasn't about these other people surviving. It was about one dude. And that would have been a shitty movie if he had died. But he didn't. Everyone else did. But he survived. <laughs> so, so they should have changed the title to Saving Only Private Ryan. <laughs> and fuck those other guys. <laughs> I think the title Saving Private Ryan has a sort of exclusive nature to it. If you think about it. <laughs> It should it shouldn't be saving Private Ryan. It should be sacrificing that other squad. <laughs> it's it's like Kill Bill. If you call the movie Kill Bill, but he doesn't die, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> that's a bait and switch shit. I want my money back. I want my um, money back for both I of these be, fucking movies. I would be back in the, yeah. I think you owe me for two movies. I know, I know I only bought tickets for volume two today, but I feel like you owe me money for volume one as well. 
But you know what? I was here six months ago. Is that how they did it? Staggered like that? I was yeah, here was six months six ago. Months. And, uh, yeah, fuck that. I, 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 it was like watching the first Transformers. I thought it might be going up. That was just the pinnacle before it went shit. <laughs> Are you happy now we brought up Transformers? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You. I, you know, I appreciate that. Look, I believe that's the second time right. you brought up Transformers. The, the I think you're just trying to force it. it. Uh, no, 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 I'm not forcing it. The listeners expect it, and I like to give the people what they want. Or you have <laughs> it's, a secret it's, it's, love of Transformers. You know, you don't no. have to say it now. You don't have to admit it in front of everybody. That's fine, but we all know. You know, the one good thing about Transformers, no origin story. Anyway, back to the Martian. <laughs> wow. Has anyone, okay, random thought, just sorry, because we're talking about it now. Has anyone here seen Age of Extinction? No. No, okay, I, I haven't. haven't. No. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. All right. And I was just on, curious. It's on like Amazon Prime and it's on Hulu now. And, yeah. you know, Netflix they can't already, give but that everybody shit else away. has it. And I'm like, it's been free for a while and a I really still long time. That shit. And I still don't want it. <laughs> nope. I'm like, every time, because there have been moments where I've considered watching it and I was like, nah. And I've watched the G.I. Joe sequel. <laughs> well, that, that's actually, actually better than good. the first one, but that is you know, actually better than the first one. You know what's anyway. sad? I've been on Netflix and I've seen, you know, it says, oh, recommended for you. And I've seen like a couple one and a half star, like obviously shitty movies. Like you can look at it and say, that's a pile <laughs> of shit. And I'm like, you know what? Let me add that to my list. Ooh, Age of Extinction? No, fuck that. And move past it. So. <laughs> You know, you could suck an entire military-sized bag of dicks. <laughs> it's like I, I don't know how many times I could be burned by this, by by you playing on my hopes and dreams for my childhood memories. But I still I think say I've drawn the line here. <laughs> I still say to this day it wasn't the first one that hurt the most. It was that second one. It was the it second wasn't one. Just yeah. bad. It was terrible and racist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know what? The racism didn't even bother me. It was Devastator <laughs> having balls. Literal balls. That's what, that's what killed yeah. it for me. I, look, I can deal with some racism shit. I, I, this is not my I've, first day I've on this planet. I've seen Michael Bay movies before. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen The Rock. Wasn't exactly loving black people in that either. <laughs> what? There's- there's like I re- one black dude in that movie. I recently rewatched The Rock, and every black person in that movie is the most ignorant motherfucker you've ever seen in your There's only and, two. No, 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 no. There's only two with like, uh, more than three lines. There's, there's actually like 12 black people in that movie, and they're all super ignorant. There's the, the, uh, there's streetcar driver. There's and the three people like behind prison, like they whenever they're cutting to like the people reacting at Alcatraz, like yeah. they're all black and they're the most ignorant motherfuckers. You, I would have brought my gun if I had known this was. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> these uh, are the most ghetto motherfuckers you have ever to, seen. To be fair, life. if I was trapped on Alcatraz <laughs> by a bunch of military people that had gone rogue, I. <laughs> I think my ignorance shield would drop, and I would just be like, "Fuck it, uh, that's just what happens." Uh, yeah, I mean, ignorant brings out the ignorant in me, and this is some ignorant ass shit. That was some ignorant ass shit. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> no shit, right? Okay, all right, all right. But I mean, anyway, anyway, I mean, Bokeem would buy, and that's what he does. Like that's his job is to be. Also, ignorant. I forgot that uh, Worf's brother was in that Tony movie. Todd. 
<laughs> you mean the Candyman? Candyman. The candy man. Candyman. <laughs> we have veered wildly off topic. I know. <laughs> I think we did as good as we could staying on topic <laughs> as long as we did. Well, I I had a hypothetical question about Martian. If anyone wants to get back on topic, fine, fine, Please put, do. The, put us back on the rails, Brian. <laughs> All right. Um, and I've heard that this is already, I've already heard this is not going to happen, but it struck me that there was a real, I would have. He's not going to get trapped on Mars again. No, I <laughs> would should not be the Martian too. Well, actually, that is sort of where I'm going. The trip back, they have trashed that spaceship and they've got like 500 days of space flight to get back. It seemed to me that you could have told a, ver- a, a stylistically similar yet fully original and new sequel about the the called the Aries or the Aries crew or whatever and uh um okay they and didn't on trash the, tr- the ship they blew the up Hermes. one door Her- yeah they <laughs> vented most of the atmosphere out of the ship it's that's not meant to happen and oh, they're doing no, a whole lot the, of other stuff with the ship that's not meant to happen the ship this carries going- enough enough gas so that you could uh vent the atmosphere three times yes yeah. so you but- know that, they only vented it once. They yeah. got they got plenty of reserves. I, I, I'm not saying they can't get home. I'm just saying there could have been all sorts of fun shit that went down on the way home, and that could have made a hell of a movie not- and a hell of a book. You know, Brian, okay. I would count on the adult film industry to make that movie oh, as God. exciting as possible. <laughs> well, Steve, <laughs> sit here and tell me that if Andy Weir wrote a sequel about the trip back, would you you wouldn't buy it? Tell me that. Oh, I would, I would buy absolutely it? buy it. Or yeah, find of course, because it'd be fucking uh, awesome. To get it. Yeah. No, he's he's got at least one free credit. Whatever he writes next, as long as no one uh, I, you know, no one's opinion I respect shits on it. Well, then he, he gets a free pass, even if it sucks. So, I'll buy it. So. When he writes the origin, the backstory of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> See, if Andy Weir wrote it, story. I would still probably give it a chance just because it might fix Jar Jar. <laughs> oh, wow. By the way, did you guys hear about this? I just heard about a new fan theory that Jar Jar Binks was actually uh, a Sith apprentice the whole time and was in cahoots <laughs> with the Emperor Palpatine. I was like, oh my god, all right, actually, that could work. <laughs> Having recently watched episodes one and two, I see where you're coming from. <laughs> um, it's so stupid, why, I'm just kidding. Why, why yes, is he jumping you. up and down at the end of Return of the Jedi cheering about being free then? <laughs> I and and this is going to be weirdly controversial. I think I have still actually never seen the special edition for Return of the Jedi, but I will be soon. So uh, I have yeah. not seen Jar Jar Binks jumping up and down at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I don't think I've seen the version that came out after. Yeah, uh, after the prequels, the uh, the Neither only one I. I saw was the re-release. So. I don't think I want to see that. Why? Well, yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> well it's, like, they, they it's like two or three seconds for what it's worth. It's not like they. Re- I'm, I'm, I, I recently got, because I don't hate the special edition so much that 
I was having a conversation with a friend of mine the other day and I was telling him that I think there are a lot of things that actually were improved by the special editions and there are things that I don't like but I don't hate them so much that I'm willing to throw everything that I do like out. Yes. So when I'm rewatching it, I will be rewatching it. I will be watching the special editions and I just got the DVD, the Blu-rays as a Christmas gift because I didn't I didn't actually own it before that. I do now. Well, so I will I be mean, watching the Blu-rays. So the original movie is almost 40 years old. It should look like a 40-year-old movie. Uh, why? Well, <laughs> why? Yeah, I don't think... Because it is. I, I that... mean, I th- there were some fans who created a restored Blu-ray quality version of episode four, or uh, actually it was just called Star Wars because they're trying to get it back to the 1977 version as much as possible. So it doesn't say A New Hope or any of that stuff. And they went back and re-put back in all the mat lines around the fucking spaceships so that the special effects look like shit again, just like they used to. That's how diehard these, we want the movie to look just like it. <laughs> and, and that's kind of well, my thing. I'm not so diehard that I don't, I actually like the fact that they cleaned up the special yes. effects. I like that a lot. And I like that more than I hate the fact that apparently Han Han didn't shoot first. Like, I don't care enough about that that I'm willing to just let go of the shit that I actually do like. But wouldn't (laughs) you like the option to see it as it was originally released? I don't care about it as much as other people do, so I'm probably the wrong person. I would like the option. I I will (laughs) watch them. Even if both are available, wouldn't you like at least, even if you didn't buy it, to just Uh, see? I would never choose that option. I would never choose that option. I do think Disney is shooting itself in the foot if they don't release the original cuts because there is a demand for it and there's money to be made. Yeah. And why would you not get Star Wars fans to buy Star Wars one more right. time? And, 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 but, I, and, I, and I get that. And I actually assume Disney would have done that by now. And I can tell you, I know three or four or five people that absolutely agree with you, Steve. I'm just not one of them. I, well, wait a minute. Even if it was an option, I probably would just buy the Blu-ray that I just got. I probably would buy. All the, I said the was, edition. I want the option. I just mm-hmm. want to see it because, I mean, the last time I ever saw it, I was like eleven or something. That was a mm-hmm. long fucking time ago. Well, they, they, they did release it on DVD, like yeah, right before they did. they did the special editions. Did yeah, they, my my girlfriend actually has the DVDs before the special editions came out. Yeah. Well, yeah. they they. Yeah, they they did a DVD two pack that gave you the current special edition and on the uh, and and the uh, the original theatrical version that was ripped off the laser disc version of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So there the there is a la- the laser disc now on DVD original cut of the of all three classic films. So Star Wars that's films. still going to be standard def, right? I yeah I don't yeah. know. It's de- yeah, so it's, it's a, a little forty-year-old film, Steve. It should look like it's forty years old. Don't act like I'm some kind of asshole. It's on film. They can make it high resolution, motherfucker. So what 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 is the big draw for getting those special those bad special effects in high def? What what is what actually is the magic there? Mat lines in high def. <laughs> yeah, I can see the strings. Yeah, it's got nothing I mean, to do it, with it that. It actually will look better in the original cu- theatrical version. I, I don't will give look a better fuck in that laser it looks disc. better. I want the cinematic experience that was a landmark. I mean, as close Ooh. as I can get to it, 
without George Lucas rubbing his nuts all over it for a second time <laughs> in revisionist history shit. It was it was right. high resolution I mean, when it was shown in the theater. Quit acting like my okay. high definition TV. Right. Well, somehow I, I, I'm sure sooner or later <laughs> Disney will get around to giving you what you want. I I don't know why you want it, but I'm sure they'll get around to it because I know there are a whole lot of other people like you, and I'm well, friends with a, most of them. Trying to peg me is like one of these cretins that lives no, no, under the rock. I'm if I want to see the original version, so, all Steve, I'm is I want to have the option. Steve, no. I think when we when we say that, you're not even going to let me talk. Nope. <laughs> All right. Wow. That seems totally rational. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually saying when we say, uh, there are a lot of people like you, it is not to lessen you. It's actually to say your argument is a very popular statement. I'm not even arguing I'm not for saying myself. that. I'm, the point that I'm trying to say is, <laughs> no, I'm not you keep saying trying to that pin you're it on awful. me. I'm saying that you, me and Brian don't well, have well, that opinion. Well, how about opinion. you make your point without telling me what my opinion is? <laughs> I'm not even saying your opinion is Then different. how can there be I'm people like me if you don't know what my opinion is? have your opinion. Because they've said the exact same thing you're saying. <laughs> they've done it. They've Fans have created a Blu-ray definition version of episode f- of, of Star Wars, the 77 Star Wars, um, that, that they have recreated through their own twisted ways and means that has all the mat lines and all of the original cuts and angle and, and everything and the timing and the original music and sound effects cues. I mean, th- that's how much demand there is for it. <laughs> so, Can you buy it at Amazon? Uh, you don't need to buy it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can have exactly what I want. And it's free, bitches. <laughs> it's everything I've wanted. Ever. <laughs> Why can't all movies be like this? Oh, wait. Yes, they can. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> like somebody <sighs> took my memories and just put it on a disc. <laughs> And I don't have to pay to get my memories out of my head. So, hey, it's exactly what I was looking for. Now, I'll admit, they don't, from what I understand, there's no Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi in this form yet. But <laughs> they coming. haven't gotten to it yet. It takes a lot of time. Yes. To go will, rustle I, up I, all I that shit. I will absolutely say I agree with Ryan. And I'm surprised. I actually assumed Disney would have done this by now. I yeah, actually would have assumed that the original trilogy pre-special edition would have just been sold by now. So it's actually a shock to me. Now I'm starting to wonder, is Disney ever going to do it? Because I would have assumed they would have done so by <laughs> this now. This horrible nightmare that George Lucas had written into the contract when he sold Star Wars. Things you must never do with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I, I don't hey, think so. fucking George R. Oh, was it George R. R. Martin said, if I die before finishing the books, you're legally not able, you're not allowed to finish it. <laughs> this book series dies with me, motherfuckers. I actually think I read somewhere that Disney does have some people working on it. It's just that George cut the original master copy, the best master copy that anyone had 
of episode of the seven, 1977 Star Wars up to make the special edition. And so it's a big mess putting it back together the way it was originally. And, uh. the, and that's the best copy that anyone has of the original. And uh, I, I think I read, I might be imagining that I, but I think I read that somewhere that Disney is kind of, it's just a slow process because George never intended anyone to be able to go back and put it back together. So he, <laughs> he actually didn't do that. What he did was he took the only available copy and he set fire to it while smoking a cigar <laughs> because he hates you <laughs> with a Jar Jar puppet. <laughs> yes, I think this is a great idea. Mm, smell the burnt celluloid. <laughs> you should say original gonna burn. <laughs> He, he just he just kept whispering under his breath, "Fuck you, fuck you all." Fuck you. <laughs> Greedo shot first. Greedo shot first. He always shot first. Always. Actually, what he was whispering to himself because he's George fucking Lucas. Lucas is. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> But never anyway, tell me the odds. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, do do you want to pimp us out? I will take that as a no. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that stunned, angry silence makes me laugh, but uh, it, it does well. <laughs> In the absence of our master pimper, I guess I'll pimp us out. So thank you for listening to the Cyphedeli podcast. Uh, we do appreciate it. Um, what? What? Well, it seems like Steve's trying to say something, but it's it's just not it's just not recording. So I'll just do it. So. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Uh, if you obviously you found the podcast, if you're listening to it now, but in case you didn't, we are on Facebook slash Sci-Fi Show. We have our own website, Sci-Fi Show.net. Also on Twitter at Sci-Fi Show. And so, until next time, this is Patrick. This is Michael. This is Brian. Disco sucks. What? Oh. <laughs> I forgot we were talking about the Martian. <laughs>